This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Bob Comsick. If I could talk to the animals, just imagine it chatting with a chimp and chimpanzee. Imagine talking to a tiger, chatting with a cheetah. What a neat achievement it would be. If we could talk to the animals, learn all their languages, maybe take an animal degree. I'd study elephant and eagle. There we go. Happy Simcoe Day, whether you're at a lakeside cottage in that area or not. The holiday is named after the first lieutenant governor of Upper Canada, John Grave Simcoe. And did you know, yes, it's one of those, did you know, Lake Simcoe was also known as Lake Toronto, and then renamed by him after his father, also named John, who happened to be a member of the Royal Navy. Okay, history lesson over. Lake Simcoe, or any body of water for that matter, is the place to be, or whether it's in it or beside it, especially this afternoon. And as Chris mentioned on the news, a cold front moving through later on, bringing some relief, and they could sure use some over in in Europe. Relief, that is, where a lot of countries are on the hot seat, literally have been for some time. Now an explanation for the music in our introduction. Man's best friend, a friend to many women as well, of course, and children, dogs, at least the first part of the show is going to be about our four-legged friends. And a lot of Zoomers have furry friends. Not sure if you've heard of Elder Dog Canada. It's a national non-profit charity dedicated to supporting seniors and senior dogs. And before going to our guest, the numbers to call 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And on the line, Arta Cole, founder and chair of Elder Dog Canada. Arta, welcome. Thanks very much, Bob. Now, let's start off with the the real easy uh, W's. When, why did you start it, and what's it all about? Well, uh, Elder Dog uh, Canada uh, was started uh, back in 2009, uh, conceptually, and we hit the ground with our first uh, chapter in Nova Scotia in 2012. And since then, we've been uh, growing across the country. I started Elder Dog uh, in response to a need out there that I recognized uh, through my research um, in the area of seniors and caregiving. I'm a university professor and did a lot of research in in that area for many years and uh, over and over heard so many stories about the important role that uh, dogs play in seniors' lives, both um, well seniors and ill seniors. And I also um, uh, was involved with animal-assisted therapy, visiting with my uh, former therapy dog, Tattoo, uh, visiting in uh, long-term care facilities and palliative care, and uh, just really um, recognized uh, the important role that dogs play at uh, that really critical time in uh, people's lives, uh, providing comfort and companionship. 
And then uh, I think the, uh, I guess the, um, the thing that really pushed uh, Elder Dog forward um, was uh, a death in my own family that uh, left uh, an old and ill chocolate lab named Mr. Brown, um, left him uh, behind, and that really got me thinking about what happens to uh, old dogs who are left by their senior companions. Mr. Brown came to live with me, of course, but uh, he really was the um, the inspiration for Elder Dog. The need is out there um, to help support seniors uh, with their dogs, and certainly the need is out there to support uh, senior dogs who lose their senior companions. So it was uh, as a result of that that you decided to look into just... Uh how uh, how much of a need there was out there. You sense, well, it couldn't obviously just be myself. There have got to be others. Let's look into this. Absolutely. And, of course, you know, being a, uh, a researcher um, by, profess- by profession, that's just what I did. I dug into that um, whole area and, uh, and came to realize quite quickly uh, that the need was strong, uh, the demand is strong, and um, there just really isn't um, anything quite like Elder Dog uh, in Canada where we provide uh, supports um, free of charge, so no fees for any of our services, either adoptions or in-home support for seniors who can benefit from, um, from just a little bit of extra help with their dogs. Okay, explain that in terms of just how you're able to help out. Mm-hmm. So we're, um, we're 100% volunteer run, and so we have uh, volunteers in communities across the country. And um, so a, a senior who is living at home with a dog, and perhaps that person is no longer driving and so is, has challenges getting the dog to you know, a vet appointment, a grooming appointment. Um, so our volunteers help with that. Um, mobility issues are our most um, is the mo- are the most commonplace um, concerns um, or needs uh, for our support. So many of uh, our volunteers on a regular basis uh, walk dogs for seniors who are just are not able to give the dog as much exercise as he or she needs. Um, we also help out um, if a senior person uh, needs to go to hospital uh, for a, a period of time and uh, a dog needs some temporary care, we provide that. Um, just basic care activities that um, that a senior needs just a little bit more help with than, than they're able to provide themselves. If you're out there listening to our guest, Arta Cole, founder and chair of Elder Dog Canada, and picking up uh, a few things there that you might uh, find interesting in your own case, whether it's uh, as a result of something going on in your life, in your dog's life, or or possibly in your in your area, and you think that this might be a good idea to maybe get in touch with uh, Arta and see if this can spread uh, out this way from the East Coast. Numbers to call, 416 Toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. I'm Bob Comsigan for Libby's Nimer on Fight Back here on Zoomer Radio AM seven forty ninety six point seven FM downtown on Simcoe Day. Glad you can join us now, Arda. As far as uh, 
okay, you got this in mind, you wanted to do some research, see what could be be done to move this forward and, and make use of this with, based on the research you found. So how did you reach out to, to others and were they quite responsive? And uh, obviously it's nine years later, so it's taken a, a while, but how big has this grown, Elder uh, Dog Canada? Yeah, we um, we now have um, 15 chapters across the country. We're in six provinces, uh, including uh, Ontario. Where are you uh, in Ontario? In Ontario, we have a very uh, vibrant uh, chapter. We call them PODs, P-A-W-D-S. Of course. Uh, we have a very uh, vibrant chapter or pod in Ottawa, in Milton, uh, extending into Guelph. Um, we have one in Collingwood. And we have um, uh, volunteers kind of sprinkled throughout the GTA. Uh, We don't yet have a a formalized group in the GTA, but we are, uh, we're moving in that direction. Well, I I could see it. I'm just thinking, I I no longer live in Toronto, we're we're to the west, but still the areas that I can think of just based on having lived in and passed through anyone listening in the beach, or when I was back in the day, it was known as the beaches, not the beach, but whether it's the beach around Withrow Park, which is off the the Danforth, uh, in the Greek town neighborhood, uh, Port Credit out in in Mississauga. There's so many neighborhoods where you swear you you run into as many four legged uh, friends and neighbors as you do two legged ones. So there there's got to be someone out there that if they're listening now might want to think about reaching out or maybe talking with their neighbors and seeing if there's a way they can maybe share the. Um, I say load, which would be maybe an improper word to to use, Arda, because that gives the impression that you know this is, this is something that you feel is like work, but in a way it isn't. When it's got to do with with our four legged friends, it, it it really isn't. Not only do you benefit the senior you're helping out, you're benefiting obviously the the senior dog in, in some cases. Although sometimes, Art, I guess it's the senior owner and the dog might not be a senior and sometimes it's both i mean and then the person helping out such as yourself and others helping out in these pods have to get a lot out of it too as far as the personal satisfaction seeing what they're doing for both the dog and the owner absolutely it's it's really a a labor of love uh it's it's interesting you know when um when someone hears about elder dog and what we do um you know, the the response is so positive because not a, we're we're helping dogs and in particular older dogs, but we're also helping older people, and that combination is magic for people uh, who want to volunteer and and support uh, in their community. So um, you know it, we've had such a, a positive response, and I'd also say that um, you know volunteers can give as much or um, as little time as as they have available, even you know a few hours a week uh, to spend time with a with a dog in your neighborhood to help out a senior uh, it doesn 't have to be as you say a burden it uh, is whatever time people have available to to give because if everyone gives a little bit, that adds up really quickly and um, uh, so yeah please uh, please consider that. Um, if uh, you know your listeners are are thinking about elder dog, um, it it doesn't have to be a, 
uh, a tremendous time commitment. Have you looked, being a researcher, that means you've probably have already done a breakdown of this and you might know the answer to my question immediately. Uh, do you find it's more owners you're helping out than dogs? or it's You know what I, I'm saying? It's Or is it a breakdown that it's more of elder dogs that you're helping whose owners might not necessarily be uh, older Zoomers or, you know what I'm saying, in terms of the demographics, of I guess, of the dog and the, and the owner? Yeah, it's it's an interesting question um, because uh, when you're helping a dog, you're also helping a senior. And what I mean by that is um, the dogs we who come to us in need of a home come to us primarily from older people who are having to make a change in their uh, lifestyle. Um, perhaps they have to move into a retirement residence or long-term care facility or downsizing to um, an apartment where dogs are not welcome. And unfortunately, that is the case uh, for many, many, many seniors. Uh, dogs are not welcome in a lot of places. And so if you can imagine what it might be like to have lived with your um, what many people call their best friend, for maybe 10, 12, 13, 14 years. And through n- no real choice of your own, you're having to move into a residence where that dog is no, not welcome. And so you have to make that difficult choice of giving up your dog. And so we get those calls all the time. And I think the the one thing that we are able to say to people uh, kind of through the tears uh, is that, you know, by entrusting us with the care of their dog, you know, we are able to provide some peace of mind. Uh, so that's that's some help to that senior who is having to relinquish their beloved companion. Um, so it's helping them at the same time as, as it's helping another dog. And then the other end of that for those dogs mostly they're older dogs but not exclusively uh, we try to place those older dogs with senior people who are living at home and would love to have a, uh, a canine companion but don't want a puppy they want someone to kind of be old with a more mature dog that um, is quite content to, you know, live a quiet lifestyle in companionship. So it's it's kind of hard to, you know, separate uh, who is uh, benefiting most from the support. It's all very interconnected. Yeah, it's definitely a, a win-win, uh, and that's mm-hmm. almost an anecdote or anecdotes in itself. But is there one, just before we go to our first break here, and I'm going to ask if you're able to stick around a little bit as we have uh, we have a vet who will be joining us uh, after that, Dr. Kathleen Elcock, who's going to be uh, joining us from the Ashbridge's Bay Animal Hospital on Gerard mm-hmm. near Coxwell. So if you can hang around a little bit, you might actually even have a question and pick up something as, as well. Would you be able to, to stick around just oh, for a few minutes? To, yes. Okay, and mm-hmm. that, that way, even if you want to participate as far as uh, just listening, and uh, we, we won't put you to work uh, all that much more, let's, let's give you a, one more question to go out to break. And I'm just wondering, is there an anecdote from maybe the time that you started 
that just keeps reoccurring every once in a while kind of comes to the fore of your of your mind and uh, reminds you of uh, just why you do what you do? Well, I think um, there there are a lot of recurring um, you know patterns. Uh, a couple I've referred to just a bit earlier, but along the the senior support side, um, I think there's where we really um, feel. Uh, I, I think the the dire circumstances um, that many of our senior population live um, with, and you know. Social isolation and loneliness is such a big problem in our society, and uh, we hear so often from people who are living with their dogs, need a little bit of help, and, you know, without elder dog support, they have no one. Um, Their family is perhaps, you know, uh, have moved away or they don't have um, a lot of supports in their neighborhood or community. And there they are living alone with their dog and struggling. Um, and, you know, they often tell us that, you know, elder dog is their lifeline. And so, you know, we hear that, you know, time and time again, and that just keeps us moving forward. It keeps us going. It's the biggest reward that, that we reap from uh, from the work that we do, but it also reminds us that, you know, helping seniors in our communities is everyone's responsibility. And so, if if people know of a senior who could use help, um, you know, please pass along the word, uh, you know, about Elder Dog or like we were saying before, if if you have a few, you know, hours in a week to spare to help someone in your community. Um, people are out there and they are in need and, uh, you know, a little goes a long way for sure. Arda Cole, founder, chair of Elder Dog Canada, and thank you to this point. We'll have you hang around as we've got coming up after the break. The pet doctor is in the house on the phone, actually. Dr. Kathleen Elcott is next on Zuma Radio's Fight Back with Bob Comsick, filling in for the vacationing Libby Snymer. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.